Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. This is the Amateur Hour. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. My co-host, old Coach Bean over there. And if you listen to the pro show, you know Chad was MIA for half the show, but he, he made it. He's here. He's here now. We, we got to record the, uh, the amateur hour. Chad was all amateur hourish and uh, not showing up on time, so he can explain himself later on. Yeah, but, hey, but hey, we're glad you're here. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, Thanks. and 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 our producer Ballad over there. Hello. Um, so yeah, this is the Amateur Hour, still Tuesday, June 6th. As always, recording from the beautiful city of Austin, Texas. Um, check out the show on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, we are the Sports Buzz, and we are sponsored by two incredible sponsors. The first being the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery. A beer for any occasion. Beer for all occasions. Beer for every occasion. And Mountain Breeze Campground, if you listen to uh, the pro show, did talk about uh, Zionara is going to be out there this weekend. Um, Coach, Chad, you guys have seen Zionara, a little reggae rock, guys that like to uh, indulge in a little bit of the reefer from time to time. In really, Texas? Really nice guys. Really nice guys. Go check them out if you're going to be out in the New Braunfels area. Um, they'll be out there Saturday night. Um, and good shows coming up. We'll let you know about those in coming weeks. But um, we do need to, uh, you know, welcome Coach back. Um, he's he's got some business to take care of. We we got some. Wait, is this from last week? You you, you made me. You gave me a reader from last week on the uh, on the tees. You gave me a reader from last week. It's usually a copy and paste thing. I mean, I thought you could adapt. I, I, well, I, I read I'm, your reader. When I'm reading the sentence right off the page and it says, Welcome Coach Back, and that's what I, the first three words of it, I didn't think to actually, like, proofread it. Are you telling me this is the first time you're reading it? Yes. As we start the show. Absolutely it is. It always is. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> it's yours for sneaking in a fake reader on me. Um, Excuse me? Okay. We'll uh, we'll just we'll just uh, take the punches and roll. Um, so yeah, we we gotta talk about um, you know this is the amateur hour on Friday now. Um, we did switch up the order if you didn't listen to last week, and we also do have the the rule that we implemented last week. Can't say the old show's name. Yeah, don't say it. It's uh, don't say it. 
It's called the Amateur Hour now. It is the Amateur Every Hour. Every time you say it, it's going to cost you a drink. Every time. Which isn't so bad. We still got this, drinking delicious IPA. We still got the Z game going on. Can't say yours or Coach's name. Nope. Um, and then you're going to give us a little little uh, Grand Slam update, maybe? Because we, we talked about it in the, in the pro show. Yo, yeah. About Albert Pujols' Grand Slam for his 600th home run. You got a Grand Slam story that we'll hear from here in a bit. Um, and we got a lot of explaining to do. A lot of us going to be explaining. Yep. So, um, like you said, we are drinking the, the IPA. It's out there in stores. Go check it out. It's delicious beer. And uh, we, we've been enjoying it the past couple weeks. So, thanks to Strangeland for that. Um, you can follow Strangeland on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Follow the Sports Buzz. We're at Sports Buzz TX. I am Spencer underscore Spillman. Although, if you follow me, you're probably pretty bored. I don't post ever. Um, Coach is at FrenchBean89. Chad is at Mr. Chad Goodall. And Ballad is at Z Ballad. We got some good segments for you guys tonight. So let's go ahead and get this shit on the road. Um, Like I said, this is the Amateur Hour and is now on Fridays when you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, So I hope you like the new time slots. Get you guys ready for all the college stuff that's coming up this weekend. Um, but yeah, really what I want to talk about is this uh, this Grand Slam you were telling me about. Yes, yeah, this is in the show business. Um, as you guys know, I'm on an adult co-ed kickball team. Um, it's not very competitive. Yeah, at least I'm competitive, but no one else seems to give a shit on my team. Uh, but we have like the best name for a kickball team. Oh yeah? What's that? Net kicks and chill, pretty good. Net kicks and chill. Net kicks and chill. What you did there. Um, so we started the season off. We lost our or we tied our first game. Uh, we had a five four loss in game two. And last week we finally get our first W with a full roster. Out of boy. Thirteen to zero. It was Ooh. embarrassing for the other team. And your boy had an in the park grand slam. Who are you playing against? Like school for the blind. <laughs> I'm not sure what affiliation they were with. Uh, they were unathletic. Uh, they they were, still had their PE clothes on from gym class. Yeah, yeah. they may have. Um, you know, the, the thing about this league is it's an adult league. So you get some people in here who are way old. Like, I, we've played against some much older people. And those people are sneaky good at kickball for, <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. They've been playing longer than I have, maybe. But finally got the W. Uh, but it, it reminded me that we're looking for sponsors. And there's a lot of adult co-ed sports leagues in Austin. So any of our listeners, if you know anybody who's affiliated with those, who is looking to get a uh, sponsor a show like ours, a local sports podcast, we would entertain that conversation and, and pursue it heavily. Okay. So Austin Sports Club, we're looking at you. Uh, there's a league called Naked out there, the North Austin something, something, something. Um, I got a t-shirt. I'm not making this kind of stuff up. But, uh, but yeah, we're looking for new sponsors. So A league called Naked Gives Out Shirts. That's ironic. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah, very. Um, what do we got next in uh, show business? Next in show business, uh, Spencer, it's actually geared at oh. you. Uh-oh. We need you to explain yourself. Uh, for anyone who follows Spencer on any form of social media, knows that he got a new cat. How could you not? You've been posting about it like it's a new baby. Why don't you go ahead and explain yourself? Let me explain. Let me explain. Because I didn't ask for this cat. I didn't go out looking for this cat. This cat was given to me. Hmm. 
Did you have said no? You know, I, I, I probably could have. Well, no thanks. But he was just too cute, man. I had to get him. He was just too cute. I said I'd yes. I'd rather not. And, you know, I have, I have Lupe, who I, who I saved from the Guadalupe River. That's my first Siamese cat. And, you know, once I saw a picture of future name to be Leo, I was like, Lupe needs a friend. He's always home alone. He needs a brother. One that looks like him, preferably, because I didn't want him to think that, like, I brought in some, like, different race cat. And Are you saying that Lupe is a little bit racist <laughs> when it comes to the cat you know, lines? He, he does a little bit Spencer. We've, so. we've had, <laughs> we've, we've had t- several black cats that have lived with Lupe. African-American cats, please. No, no, they're, they're family black. show. They're black. He didn't like them very much. I don't know what it was. They didn't get along. They well, fought a lot. For the record, what, what color is Lupe? He's a Siamese. He's white and gray. Lupe's a Caucasian. Okay, let's keep it Let's keep it simple <laughs> on the show. Lupe is super racist. So, yes, my, my, my girlfriend's aunt had two litters of kittens, and, you know, there was this one. She's like, he needs a girlfriend. I was like, no, he doesn't, because he doesn't have any nuts. Um... So he can't even, like, feel anything excited about having a girl. He's like, he needs a bro to hang out with when I'm not there. So I see this little guy, and I'm like, that's the one. So, yeah, I do have another cat. His name is Leo. He's pretty dope, man. He's uh, he's a little ball of energy. He kind of reminds me of, like, the Energizer Bunny on crack, because he just, like, is literally sprinting around the house all day long. Really cool cat. I'm going to right there, Spencer. The, the reason why I want you to explain yourself is I'm okay with you having a cat. Haley has two I've come to like them as much as I can like cats. <laughs> um, but you are crazy on social media about these cats. What's Look, going on? I posted on? some Snapchats the day I got him. I'm not like blowing up Facebook. I put one picture on Facebook and didn't put anything on Twitter. Here's the deal, though. You're Snapchat storing it, and then you're personally sending me Snapchats. I only need to see it one time. If I want to see it again, I'll have to store it again, okay? I, I just need it one time. You know? That's it. I don't um, really care about what you think, so... But, uh, Spencer, you're not the only one. Chad, you've got a lot of explaining to you. Let's start with why you're late today. Why don't you explain yourself? Yeah, so, uh, I just started a new job. A new job. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, so let me explain why I was late today. Let me explain. So, I have a counterpart of mine that's in San Antonio, and she came down with food poisoning. Ah, your roommate. Yeah, that's right. The roommate, right? No, no, no. I have a counterpart. Counterpart. So, like, my equivalent. It's a word thing. You know, co-worker. Yeah. Associate. Associate. Colleague. Gotcha. Gotcha. Whatever you want to call it. Okay. Okay. Uh, she came down with food poisoning, and she had to get uh, some items to a supplier in San Antonio. And since she is laying on the floor, I had to uh, sack up and go make that happen. Yeah. So an unexpected trip to San Antonio is all in the cards. So I got to go to a crappy city and sit in crappy traffic when I'd rather be here drinking strange and beer. So, well, yeah. we're, we're glad to have you now. But the real reason why you got to explain yourself is that the other day, just a couple of days ago, I got an alert that I have a new Twitter follower, a Mister at Chad Goodall. At and Mr. 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 It's at Mr. Spare me. <laughs> Chad, I sent you a Twitter request months ago. If anything, I think I introduced you to Twitter. Um, why is it taking you so long? Why don't you go ahead and explain yourself? All right, well, let me explain myself. Let me explain. I don't have a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I was looking through my Twitter, and uh, as you can tell, I'm not on it as much as I probably should be. I mean, either. It's fine. And uh, I was doing that cool thing where it says, people you may know. And I saw uh, Ad Z Ballad, and I thought to myself, did he, like, unfollow me? Or, like, unfriend me? And I was like, that's not how this shit works. So then I had to uh, follow you back. So I'm under the impression the whole time that if I follow you, you get a request to follow back. I think it's how it works. I know. It's not not how it works at all. It's not not how it works Hmm. at all. So I I messed it up. I know now from my mistakes. Well, we're going to let this one slide, but I'm going to to get you back for this. I'm just glad the Twitter whiz didn't know that's how it works. It makes me even better. It hurt my feelings. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Um, Ballad, uh, so you, you were at a wedding. Your brother got married this weekend. You know, we, we saw the video of your toast. Shout um, out to Mitchell and Kendra Ballad. Congratulations. Even though there were a couple of Aggies, they made one right decision. Found uh, a couple of people they love. Congratulations to them. Good for them. Good for you. Uh, but, you know, you had to be around family. Did you, did you talk to Uncle Mac while you are up there? Uncle Mac was definitely at the wedding. Yeah? Uh, Uncle Mac was there. Um, I was telling him about his show, which apparently he never listens to. He just sends in pics. Um, but it was it was Classic. good. It was great to see the uh, the real Uncle Mac in the flesh. Um, he wants to he wants to get on the show. Uh, come come maybe football season. Big yeah. Cowboys fan. Nice. Gotta have him. So on. not like we have enough of those on the, the show. The real already. Uncle Mac. Uh, but saw Uncle Tom, too, one of our most loyal yeah, listeners. Yeah, Tommy, he's won a contest from us before. Uh, he's a Giants fan. He said he'd like to get on the show, too. I told him, man, probably not. Um, we do play them opening uh, opening week, always, so every year. I said, you know, when the Cowboys win, you can come in and cry on the show and, and you know, be sad. But um, they had great feedback for the show. It was good to see family. And uh, Uncle Mac says, uh, again, as a reminder, a, a disclaimer, that our picks are not to be acted on. There, there are picks that we're making, and if you've been making our picks, you know they're not to be acted on. They're more bold predictions than anything coming just, from us. Yes, they just are. Just always go on the over. Um, yeah, take the over. So I haven't. Life's too short. Take the over. I haven't had anything since since my late lunch today. I, I'm getting a little hungry. You think you make maybe batch up some wings? I can get some wings going. Okay. Uh, last week we had classic buffalo for anyone who is keeping track at home. We should probably keep track of this. We should. We probably should. Um, guys, do you have flavors this week? I'm gonna go lemon pepper. Is it just a dry because, rum? Uh, no dry. Uh, I don't think I can give that away. Oh. I will say that it is a reoccurring flavor. Shit. Spencer, I'll let you. I'll let you take your pick back. All right. Uh, <laughs> reoccurring. So we've had it at least once before. Garlic parmesan because I like that one. I hope it comes back. Okay. Duly noted. Do not buy garlic parmesan <laughs> for Spencer anymore. Okay. What was uh, coach? You got a pick. Spencer over is still on picks. I like to go back to back. Great minds think alike. Hmm. Sure. With, I've already claimed the bandwagon fandom this week, so I'll go ahead and go jump on that garlic parm. Garlic yeah, bud. Chad, a selection for tonight? Yeah, uh, I don't know all the flavors that have been used, and I probably should have written them down at some point. I'm going to go... Something habanero. Is mango, it mango, mango habanero. habanero? Mango habanero. The pick is in. That would be rude if you went mango habanero. Gentlemen. Uh, uh, I've had them here before. Okay. And uh, I can manage them. 
It's just uh, not fun the next day. So. Yeah. You'll have fun talking baseball. You'll, you'll keep it under keep it under like eight minutes or so, okay? Yeah, we'll try. Try to mess up the show. We'll try. All right, yeah, so we got some college baseball to talk about. The regionals were this past weekend, and guys, we had some interesting stuff. Um, you know, not uh, not a whole lot of huge upsets. Uh, there was a few. A lot of a lot of the one seeds took care of business. Um, uh, let's just, let's see. We got LSU to I mean, the one seed. The, the biggest story is Davidson coming out of North yeah. Carolina. Well, I was gonna get through, get to that. Um, the, the one seeds at one. You know, LSU, Florida, Wake Forest, TCU, Florida State. Uh, Florida State did Long Beach State. Long Beach State, Louisville, Kentucky, um, Oregon State, and that's it. So, um, quite a few of the of the number one seeds did. You know, it was a little chalk, and they, they held held seed and, and went on to win. Um, there was a few. Like you said, Davidson was clearly the biggest uh, as a four seed, upsetting North Carolina, the one seed in game one. The number two overall. Yeah. And um, so that was definitely the biggest surprise. Um, maybe the best feel-good story of the whole tournament so far is uh, Sam Houston State. They barely made the tournament. They had to win the Sun Belt, uh, sorry, Southland Conference to get in. They did. They had to beat Texas Tech twice. They did. They beat Arizona twice in the same regional. Yeah, yeah. they did. Um, but, yeah, really, really cool stuff. Great story from Sam Houston State. Um I gotta say I'm rooting for the cats the rest of the way. Yeah, I did say though whenever we were picking that it'd be really cool to see Sam Houston State actually you take did. that. So you did. uh the fact that they came through, I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm impressed. <laughs> ecstatic. I'm not even mad, I'm really impressed. Um yeah, and that was in the tech region. Tech was in the top five overall, number five in the country. They get knocked out. Yeah, they just had a disappointing tournament. Uh, yeah, they had a great season and just fell apart in the Big Twelve championship. They, they yeah, the they didn't play good in the postseason. So no. it really doesn't matter what you do; it's all about the end. And uh, they just they sucked it up. I yeah, I thought that they had overcome, or that they would overcome uh, the situations that they were in last year. To you know, make it at least to Omaha this year, yeah. and they just uh, well, they shot the bed. I, I think that their program is going to be solid for years to come. You know, they've they've got the the foundation set. They're they're starting to become one of those teams you expect to see in a regional every year and host a regional every year. Um, so they they just need to figure out how to play games when it matters, basically. Absolutely. Um, another Texas team, TCU Horn Frogs. Um, that one didn't finish until yesterday night, yesterday evening, because they were dealing with uh, with what rain issues. Yeah, weather. And that that if if um, who were they playing? Uh, Dallas Baptist, I believe. Yeah, DBU. If DBU would have uh, beat them yesterday, that would have been finishing today. So that would have been the only one finishing that late. Well, no, they did beat TCU. Um, yes. One game. The, so that they, was game two. TCU had to. TCU could have 
Was that a double elimination? Yeah, that was double. That was, that was, that was game? Game? Dallas Baptist came through the losers bracket and beat TCU okay. in the first game. Like, see, I yeah. thought I thought they still had to beat TCU twice. No, was, they, they they beat them was once. that the was that the Mississippi State region that finished super late? Was yeah, that, Mississippi yes. State Southern Miss finished just before Texas. Did. Yeah, yeah, that was a late finish. TCU and Dallas Baptist, I think, played a double header. Okay, that's what it was. Then. Yeah, Mississippi State. Took the lead. I thought they their game finished the like at like three in the morning. This isn't softball. That, that game was, was crazy. That was I mean, nuts. The problem was that all this weather just the kept weather was pushing bad. Everything yeah. back. Pushed everything back. Um, one of the regions that the didn't Arkansas. have any weather problems. Arkansas. Yes. Uh, Arkansas. Southern Missouri Miss? State. That's Missouri State. And it was That's an MSU one. school. That's it was an one. MSU school. That's, That's right. the one you're thinking of. So, um, so I got a question for you guys. What do y'all think about? Um, only one Big 12 team making it out of all the the powerhouse. And then, what, six SEC teams yeah, yes. moving on? Uh, one, one, two, three, four. Five, six. Uh, Louisville's in the ACC. Yeah, six, and then a couple ACC schools. Um, I mean, the, the Big 12 was dominant this year in baseball. They had probably four or five teams that, that could possibly – make it to a super regional and, and we get one. So um tech obviously a big letdown. Baylor, I didn't expect much from them in the tournament. Um Oklahoma State was an interesting one, kind of one of those Cinderella stories. They were up in their first game against Missouri State. Missouri State scores in the ninth to beat them. Um that's gotta be heartbreaking. You know, their their clock finally struck midnight for Oak State. Um but but I really do want to talk about the Longhorns because I feel like um, they played two perfect games to start the uh, the regional. Um, they get their fourth win of the season over UCLA in a well played game, and I, I thought that uh, you know the bats didn't quite come around, but they did enough with the pitching, and UCLA kind of hurt themselves a little bit early in that game to give Texas an early lead and just couldn't fight back. Um, but the second game was clearly the best game of the entire region. Um, maybe one of the best in the entire weekend was the, uh, what was it, 12, 12 inning game. Texas was down 3 2, and they, the only two runs they had scored were Boswell home runs, solo home runs. So uh, Zane Gerwitz hits a, hits a home run, I think in the eighth inning, seventh or eighth inning, to tie it at three. And it was it was deadlocked at three three until the twelfth inning. Um, really good stuff to watch. They end up winning that game in twelve, and then they had to play Long Beach State twice. Long Beach State beats them game one to push it to a Monday game, which didn't start till damn near midnight. And uh, Long Beach State just out hit the horns. The horns gotta find some hitters for next season. They got the pitching. They got the defense. Oh, yes, not yet. Almost, almost. Good. Um, but um, you know, it, it was disappointing. I stayed up that late every single night to watch this this region, and the best was the horn app not working for you at first. Oh, I was panicking. And it was eleven thirty at night, and Spencer texts me and he says, "I'm out at my car with the door open, listening to the game on the radio." I was. I was. Because um, so he didn't get ESPNU. I just I disagree with you, Spencer. I, I think the defense is what really let Texas down. You look at the made some errors. The final in this game, and we lose two to one on the game 
that gets us to a super regional. Yeah, yeah. All three runs are scored without a ball being put in play. Like, yep. it wasn't about the hitting or anything. It was about was... defenses making the right play and being smart, and Texas just did not do that. The The thing I heard from Kyle Peterson during the broadcast was, you know, the biggest thing he had heard and learned about Long Beach State just watching in the regional was they're not going to beat themselves. Yeah. And they didn't. They let Texas beat themselves, and they just took advantage of that. And Texas had the number two ranked defense in the country going into this, and they showed it the first two games, and really the first three games. The defense was there. Um, Six errors. Yeah, and Six they just they just threw it away. They, I think they just nutted up. They choked. I'll be I'll be honest. They choked. Um, Ballad, what, what do you got for us? You got some picks from last week. How do we do? Not yes. Good. So we picked we picked these games. Um, Spencer, you got. We picked we picked four regions, right? Yeah, on yeah, the, four on regions. those who are going to out of the sixteen, we're going to win. Uh, Spencer, you only got one right. You that's, picked TCU. And that's better work. than I expected. Uh, Coach, uh, you also only got one right. You had Texas A&M moving on out of Houston, that's and then Chad, our our MBA expert, got two right. Uh, Texas A&M and well, actually, you only got one right. That's not that's not a win for you right there. Oh. Sorry, got that one wrong. Um, so everyone got one right, except for one guy on our podcast. Who, who could that who be? Who might that be? Who could that be? Hmm. Oh, wait. That was me. I got three out of four right. And I'm pretty sure that makes me the co- uh, the show's new college baseball expert. Is Am I, am I way off here? I, I mean, I, I got nothing to say. For, for as much as you love <laughs> baseball, I could definitely see that happening. You know, I'm putting a lot of work this year. <laughs> Lots of analysis. Avoiding college baseball. <laughs> it's been difficult. And, um, you know, I just I just make it good. happen. So yeah. we're going to make picks and first impressions for the Super Regionals. We'll see if my uh, my expert picks uh, go eight for eight. <laughs> but I think for at least for the week, I'm definitely our college baseball expert. It's pretty impressive. and uh, Which is great because i got to set out that segment. So. And doesn't Coach have to uh, explain himself here? Uh, yeah, I thought y'all would have already done that. Uh, we did. Coach? Let me explain something to you. Let me set this up because you last week you and I say and Spencer were talking about who will move on, how many teams move on to the regional. And I think the number we came across was two, right? We thought the top two moved on. We, we did think that. Coach, tell us what how it really goes down. Well, I'm gonna sit here and tell you something. I was the ballot. I only want to pick winners last week because winners are the only thing that matter. If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby taught me that. Second of all. Spencer's the one coming in here telling us, you know, it's two that advance. It's two. I looked it up. I did not was, say that. Check the tape. I didn't say that. It was on it was on ESPN. I looked. So I'm I'm just gonna throw Spencer on the bus on this one. That's my explanation. Uh Spencer? Let me explain. Look, it's been a long time since Texas has been in the regionals at all. I think three years since since twenty fourteen. Um, so I, I, I'm a little rusty on my college baseball and how the process works. Um, so yeah, maybe I, I fudged that one up a little bit. I'll take blame. Hey, that's I'm good. a man. I got this. That's okay. You, not everyone's a college baseball expert like myself. That's true. That's so, true. And you should have stepped in and told me, but you did. You're going to be an so, expert at something. So. No, maybe redemption in this upcoming first impressions, but for now we got to get into core of the week. I hope so. hope so. Let's, let's get into it. Start us off, Ballad. Quote of the week. This one comes from our boy, Marshawn Lynch, Beast uh. Mode. He is talking to the press for the first time ever. 
Uh, he was quoted talking, ever. saying, every home game that I come to in this motherfucker, I'm probably going to be riding with the whole town. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, you never say much anything to press, but when you do, it's fucking gold. Gold. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Nice. What was he wearing? Is he implying... He's wearing a black hoodie. Like a hoodie. It's solid. Is he implying that he's not going to show up for every home game? Like, it's like every <laughs> game I show up, you know. No, no, no. He's implying that he's bringing the city of Oakland with him every time. If I haven't eaten the whole bag of marijuana Skittles. <laughs> um, with my uh, Skittle dispenser in my jacket. Yeah. Coach, who's your quote of the week? What do we got? So, earlier I was listening to PTI. Good old Mike Wilbon. Yeah, classic. Classic. Um, but they were talking about NBA Finals and how there's a little funky smell coming out of Visitor's Locker Room in Game 2, right? Reaper. So... Marijuana cigarettes. These two old men go back and forth arguing about how the stadium's smelling, where this smell could become. I mean, one could say they were speculating. Stealing another show, another segment. Another of ours. segment that four-letter network stealing segments. But um, so they they go to break, and you know how in PTI they always kind of cut out, but they let you listen to the audio and they just talk back and forth or whatever. Well, Mike Wilbon's giving it, and he goes, "It smells like weed. You're not listening, dude." And it's probably the best way to describe, like, when you just smell weed in a public place. Like, it just, it smells like weed. Like, it smells, okay? Another good, I just know it. A, a Twitter quote, not a speaking quote, from the guy who originally reported it said, Let me clarify, I don't, I'm not saying it was the players. I'm just saying that wasn't a skunk in that locker room. So, that that's... Yeah, that's a good one. I, I like What's Will that Bond. supposed to mean? <laughs> Will Bond's a funny dude, and, and those old guys, they, they crack me up. Um, Spencer got a quote? I do have a quote, and uh, this one comes from good old Butch Harmon. Mm. Butch Harmon, the uh, you know swing coach. He's uh, uh, Ricky Fowler's coach right now, Dustin Johnson. Who's this guy? Uh, Butch Harmon? I don't know who he is. Butch Harmon, he's a swing coach. Swing coach. He teaches professional golfers how to hit golf balls. Doesn't mean anything. Okay. Um, well, he, he used to be Tiger Woods' swing coach back in the day when Tiger was on his uh, Grand Slam tour. Look at him now. <laughs> Imagine that. Should have stuck with Butch. So Butch is talking about... Uh, uh, he was appearing on the uh, Vegas Stats and Information Network to preview next week's U.S. Open. He was asked about Dustin Johnson's ability to handle pressure, and this is what he said. And I quote, When Dustin Johnson goes to the first tee... He's got to take his balls in a wheelbarrow. He's not afraid of anything. This is just great. I mean, why, this is a little weird that he's saying that, but I get the the reference. I just thought it was hilarious that, uh, speaking of old guys, Butch isn't a young dude. He's out here talking about Dustin Johnson's balls. I mean, are his balls just that big? Is he implying that Dustin Johnson has testicular cancer? Because I've seen South Park. I've seen South Park. Your balls have to be carried in a wheelbarrow. Buffalo you probably soldier. have cancer. I'll say this. My balls feel heaviest when I have blue balls. And blue. Blue. Okay. so I wonder if Miss Dustin Gretzky? Johnson, Miss Gretzky, is uh, not living up to the hype. Oh. So uh, maybe that's why he's got such heavy There's balls. a lot of hype around Miss Gretzky, that's for sure. Maybe too much hype. Maybe too much hype, not enough touch. Huh? You never know. Okay. Um, Chad, round it out. What's your quote? Yeah, so I'm going to actually keep it amateur. 
is not talking about professional golf. And hey, you know, uh, we talked last week. a quote from David Price, uh, who's the head uh, UT baseball coach. Yeah, it's Pierce. Pierce, sorry, Pierce. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, let say. Let me explain. So let me explain it. <laughs> After they lost on Sunday to Long Beach State, mm-hmm. there was a controversial play at home plate, mm. and David Pierce was quote saying. I can't see if he hit the plate from my angle. I'm 100 feet away. Yet he goes out and he argues the call. He and this is, this is something that I just cannot stand with college baseball. Is that they have instant replay for everything leading up to the regionals. And they get rid of replay for the regionals. And then they bring it back for the Super Regionals. No, it's only in the World Series. No. no. I thought, super it, was, regionals, I thought it was only World Series. Nope. No. Okay. Regionals are the only one it's not allowed. So in. this would have tied the game at 4-4, and out. anything could have happened. Texas could have advanced, so I'm protesting. He's fucking out. Well, he, he could have been. We don't know. He's, I got, he's also a catcher. I'm just saying, beat the fucking catcher. I got more I to say, say, but I got more to say about this topic later, but we're running over time here. So we got to take a quick break, get some music, and we'll be right back with some more sports buzz. Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. This is our amateur hour. I'm your host, Spencer Stillman. Me and the Three Stooges trying to make it through a drunken amateur hour. Three. Our first. So you're saying you're the fourth replacement, Stooge? I'm the replacement, yes. I'm I'm off on the side. You guys are the ones just... You're like a stooge in training. Like, not even ready to be a stooge. Yeah, because I'm not an idiot. Excuse me? <laughs> um, what are you implying? <laughs> we're running short on time here, you're guys. explain yourself about that. We, uh, we got to get into our segments. And, Coach, get it started off. What do we got? All right, fellas. We're going to get something good with that. Which is being stole from us. Hope you guys are ready. Uh, our you first... Didn't, first of all, if you didn't listen to the pro show, they stole our segment of You Good With That. And now you're stealing my segment, and I'm not happy about it, okay? I'm just trying to tell people hey, they didn't hey, hear. Hey, we talked about I'm it. I'm not good with that. Don't interrupt the segment. That's fair. Segment stealing, nobody's good with, Spencer. Just so you know. That's true. Hey, if you've got something to say, say it. <laughs> I did. So, we'll get right into it uh, with a story coming out of Ole Miss. This is actually a story that's been developing over about, you know, the last five years or so. Um, but it's come out. Uh, the NCAA now has alleged 21 NCAA violations uh, with Ole Miss and uh, their, I guess, their just whole athletic department. Um, but mostly the football program. Apparently they have a problem with kids being paid $10,000 in cash by boosters. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know why they're upset about that. Why is it so low? I don't know why they're not good with that. <laughs> um, but, you know, the Ole Miss came out with their, their response today, and, and basically the way that it's come out is that the NCAA has alleged that, the, uh, that Ole Miss has not had institutional control 
over these instances and these violations that have happened on campus uh, and within their programs. Ole Miss basically comes out and says, you know, a lot of these things are case by case. They're very specific. They're very particular instances, and these aren't things that just overwhelming athletic controls can handle in any given circumstance. Are you guys good with the fact that Ole Miss is saying these things may have may or may not have happened, but it's not our fault that they happened? I'll, I'll say, I'll go first. I'll say I'm totally good with that. The world of college athletics has changed dramatically over the last 10 years, even the last five years. Uh, with social media, it's easier to get in contact with players. Uh, it makes it harder for a university or an institution to control the people who have graduated from it. So, yeah, I'm okay with Ole Miss taking that stance. Chad? Yeah, I'm absolutely okay with them taking that stance. I think that every college athlete should get paid. I think they should get paid the same. Uh, I think that um, it just it needs to happen. It'll take all this stuff away. I'm not good with the NCAA coming down on Ole Miss because if they can come down on Ole Miss for lack of institutional control, what the fuck are they doing with Baylor? Yes. They haven't even come over to even talk to Baylor. So for them to say anything, just ridiculous. Well, to be... To kind of speak to that a little bit, you know, this is a five-year NCAA investigation. A lot of this, someone getting some money here and there. I get what you're saying. A lot of this investigation on. of Baylor is still ongoing. You know, it's 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 Nothing a couple ha- years old. You the, know, what well, I mean? the problem so. with Baylor is that it's a private college and they can't get the full story, and that's why they're not coming down on them. But I get what you're saying. I hear you. Spencer, you okay with uh, Ole Miss's response to these allegations? Well, I agree. I'm, I agree with Chad. I'm not okay with the NCAA doing this, but not going to Baylor. But I understand there's certain things they have to do. I'm not okay with Ole Miss claiming this because obviously you know what's going on. There's no way to say you didn't. I mean, come on, it's coming from your people. The kids don't just get paid by some fucking pimp on the street, like. They're not just getting money from some random guy. You guys know who's giving him the money and why he's coming to your university. Just own up to it. You'll get less infractions if you just say, okay, well, we messed up. We'll, we'll fix it ourselves. We'll uh, self-impose a suspension or whatever, bowl suspension, whatever they had to do for all those other schools that did it. So no, I'm not okay with it. Just own up to it. Be honest. All right. A little bit of parody never hurt anybody. Our next story, for you good with that, uh, we're going over to Tennessee, the old Knoxville Volunteers. Uh, wide receiver, fifth-year wide receiver Josh Smith was arrested last month after allegations, or I guess, I guess there was actually Conviction. A, a call, a report, a police report, I guess. Um, but uh, a fighting with a roommate, um, Smith was charged with domestic assault on his roommate, um, and he has pled to a deal that will allow him to uh, do 40 hours of community service as well as pay his $334 in court costs, um, and the domestic assault charge will basically be wiped. Are you guys good with this? Uh, I'll start again. I'm totally good with this. The first time I read this, I wasn't. I saw domestic and just thought that he had hit a woman and was going to get off like this. But a couple of roommates fighting, yeah, that's totally fine with me. 40 hours of community service, that sucks, but easy enough to forge. 
Uh, yeah, I'm good with that. I'm also good with this. I've, uh, I've been in a physical altercation with my roommate, aka my brother. I've also seen a physical altercation between the two Zs on the show. It was a wrestling fight, uh, although, albeit it was a volunteer fight, they chose to do this. Maybe that's what they were doing. They were just, they got heated, someone got popped, and somebody called the cops. I'm okay with it. I will say, for details' sake, Smith's roommate Kennedy Foster was reported with having a bloody face and swelling to his left eye, lips, and nose after a fight. Okay. So clearly, Smith is at least the better fighter. <laughs> at least we don't need to give him tips on that. Chad? You That's good? true. But you good with this 40 hours community service? His roommate said that he didn't want to pursue any charges against this guy. Yeah. So, I'm not okay with this at all. I mean, you get in a fight with your roommate, like, who tells on you? That's what I'm wondering. Who's the snitch? Who called the cops? Who the fuck's the snitch? Mm-hmm. That's what I'd be looking for. And, uh... Okay, the guy got a bloody face, bloody nose. I mean, come on. It's just a bunch of guys fighting. There's probably alcohol involved. Two roommates. It's like if we all got in fights whenever we were roommates. Are you kidding me? We could get on get in a fight on the show. See who calls the cops first. Probably you. I bet it was Josh Dobbs. He's such a square. <laughs> <laughs> hey, leave the alopecia brother alone, okay? Uh, what's so, next? So our last story for you good at that, fellas. Um... This is a little bit more on the downside, yeah, but uh, the family of late football uh, Pittsburgh State College football player Zach Langston has oh. now filed a federal lawsuit. I mean, I'll drink for that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Langston Langston is a player uh, who killed himself in 2014. He shot himself uh, in the chest. Um, his brain was provided for research and study. Um, and let's see, the private post-mortem examination of Langston's brain showed chronic traumatic encephalopathy, a type of brain damage. Also known as CTE. So CTE, um, the family is basically alleging that the school knew about a lot of concussions and being that Langston was concussion prone, uh, did very little to kind of take the risk away from that. Um, they're also alleging that there is further things that went on that the school just kind of brushed to the side. Um, for the sake of argument, are you guys good with this lawsuit coming against Pittsburgh State, this federal lawsuit? Chad? You know, um, I'm back and forth on this. I think that every college football player should have to sign a waiver Uh saying that they are aware of things that can happen to them while playing football. Um, I think that it's absolutely absurd that we're still talking about this um, in 2017 with all the technology that we have when it's coming out with concussions. However, I'm still a little uh, taken back by CTE just for the fact that we don't know what this guy did outside of football. We don't know if he had concussions outside of football. So how is it that you're saying that football was the direct cause for what happened, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. It, it's hard for me to say. So um, it's unfortunate that this guy lost his life. You know, it's it's terrible. But um, for them to sue the school, I mean, there's NFL players, ex NFL players suing the NFL and not getting anywhere. With the lawsuit stuff. is having to do more with the way the school handled. handled. It. Mm-hmm. I could see that history but... players with history of 
concussions because Langston was a very well-documented case of a concussion-prone athlete who was then I hear I hear what you're saying. So, from, so where do you draw activity. the line? Where do you draw the line? If you're going to say that the concussions were the cause and that they were documented but nothing was taken, so you're going to start putting a number of concussions on college football players? I mean, do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, where no. do you draw the line? That's, that's a, what a I'm debate, saying. But a I debate for another time, obviously, but I, I get what you're saying. There is that fine line between a waiver saying you know what the risks are and schools doing everything that they can to ensure safety. Ballot, how do you feel about this? Um, you know, it's a tough subject, but if, if I'm playing devil's advocate here, I'm really not good with this lawsuit. You know, if once you get to college, you're a young adult. Um... You know, you need to be able to make decisions for yourself, and there should be more education around concussions, but at some point, you've got to know that this is your life. You've got a chapter beyond this, especially when you're playing D2 football. Um, I, I, I never ever say this, but i got to side with the NCAA on this. Like, I'm, I'm really not good with it. Spencer? Um, I mean, I, I, it depends on the evidence. We don't know the evidence, but I am good with the family at least. Going after, you know, sticking up for their kid and going against this university. Obviously, we've seen in the NFL, it is, it does pay to at least try. Um, you know, and if they get anything from that school, then I guess it would maybe give some worth to to the, some sort of, I don't know, something for their son. But the NFL had to shell out billions of dollars to ex-players, so you know if any, if if precedent sets in here, um, that school is going to be paying at least something to that family. Well, that was a tough one. Yeah, but that was a good segment. Are you good with that, Spencer? I heard we had a why little... ESPN wants to steal it from us. Yeah, I mean yeah. clearly, I mean we're doing a pretty damn good job of setting it up. Yeah. But Spencer, we got some more golf for you here. Yeah. And and I think we got some advice for well, I gave players and sticking with their clubs. I so I gave out some uh, some pro tips in the pro show, and so now I'm gonna give out some free advice because I don't think Michael Budakavali is a professional. Never heard of him before. Um, his he, he was headed to Jupiter Hills Golf Course. Um, in Tequesta, Florida, I'm sure that's pretty close to Jupiter, if I had to guess, where uh, old Tiger was just at, um, got to the airport just fine, but his bags did not. And he was trying to go, he was on his way to qualify for the U.S. Open, to try and qualify. And he had to withdraw, because he didn't have any clubs. So he tweets out, thank you at American Airlines, one golf bag with priority tags on a plane, and the only bag you couldn't find. Unfortunately, have to withdraw from U.S. Open Golf Sectionals. American Airlines responds, We want to reunite you as quickly as possible. Please verify your bag tag number via DM. Michael comes back and says, American Airlines, already filed a missing bag report. It's too late. I already withdrew. You just needed to do your job in the first place. So, this doesn't look good on American Airlines. At least they didn't beat anybody up and throw them off the plane, but... My free advice... That's a different airline altogether. Yeah. My free advice for for American Airlines would be, you know, if something says priority, I'd probably put that stuff in first and take it out first. If somebody put a priority tag on it, it's probably important. Also, free advice for Michael, 
You probably should have just sent your caddy and made him drive the clubs there. Because I'm sure he has a caddy. He's doing US Open qualifying, he's got a caddy. Just send the caddy on the in the car, make him drive it, make sure those clubs are right in his in the front seat, in the passenger seat, so he can look at them the entire time, knows that they're safe, knows that they're gonna make it to the tournament on time. You gotta take the intangibles out of this, guys. You gotta take these things that are possibilities or way out on a limb, things that can happen. Just just get rid of them. Just drive. You should have just drove. I mean my free advice. Don't check bags. I never do. You have to on that size of a golf bag. So like, I, I got some free advice for fault? him. You should have flown Alaska Airlines because if they lose your bag, you can claim up to $2,000 a day hmm. for your items that are in the bag. Well, we know that those golf clubs probably cost about $2,000. So um, it still probably wouldn't have helped him I mean, unless they give him like 2000 a day. He just he goes and pays for it and keeps the receipts and they reimburse him. Hmm. I got, I got some free advice for American Airlines. You've got to turn off the auto-tweet response. These companies are getting really lazy with their social media efforts, and whenever someone tweets them with a complaint, when they have certain keywords in their tweet, they get an auto-response. And when a celebrity does it, it makes you look like a fucking idiot. So, American Airlines, go hire some college kids. You don't need more than 20 or 50 of them. Have them respond to the tweets personally and have them look up the people that are tweeting at you so you don't want to get professional athletes tweeting at you and then you look like an idiot on social media. Hashtag, hashtags, you guys are retarded. <laughs> Free advice, you're welcome. That was like a mix 20, of like six different segments all in one, but I like it. It was well done. or 50. 20 or 50 is spread. I like to give people options, you know? That's fair. Um, He's a fan of spreads. You got any free advice before I move on to ballad? I already I'm... gave it. Okay, sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, it's my turn. We got some little money talks. Yeah, I was going to say, we're sticking with you. Money talks. What do we got? What's talking? We got the TBT V basketball tournament coming up soon. Is that like uh, the Ohio State University? It is not. It is like the basketball tournament. Uh, it's going to be in Vegas this year, and the prize is $2 million. Winner hey. takes all. Uh, there are 60 teams that are going to be, I'm sorry, 64 teams in this uh, in this official basketball tournament, and it's pretty crazy. It's a lot of NBA college alumni, college teams put together teams of alumni, a lot of NBA players who have played before, uh, but you know it's no one who's playing right now. Uh, but I mean, two million dollars? Why wouldn't you submit a team? Yeah, I mean, we're in there, right? We, did uh, they pick up the sports bus team? No, we're playing the three-on-three that's coming up soon. Oh, yeah, against uh, Allen Iverson. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, you did have to qualify for this. There's still four more teams that are going to qualify in Philadelphia. Oh, playing games? Yeah, playing games. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, what do you guys think of this? $2 it's million, like, that is worth it, right? It's like March Madness for washed-up players. I mean, this is awesome. I think this is fantastic. I would love to, to watch this. We're, how, can we watch it? Is it going to be televised? Yes, it will. The... Uh, there's a handful of games will be on ESPN three, the first forty eight, and the final fifteen games will be shown on live TV, half on ESPN, half on ESPN two. Nice. So yeah, it's gonna be out there. Uh, I mean, this Hell is their, yeah. this is their fourth year doing this tournament. We got any uh, any big names that are gonna be playing in this? Anybody we'd recognize here? Syracuse put a pretty good team together. You got CJ Fair. Oh yeah. Deontay Green, same uh, James Sutherland. Scoop Scoop Jardine. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's... It's even got former number one pick Greg Oden. Oh, no. Is he really playing? Featured. Featured. Where? At the top of the article. Oh, He's my playing? gosh. There. He's playing for Ohio State, so you got, like, probably Kraft in there. Yeah, Kraft's got to be playing. He didn't make an NBA team. Um. Oh, this is great. And it's yeah. even got current like... NBA players coaching. Oh, okay. Coaching, guys. I thought that it said Markeith and Marcus Morris were going to be playing. That would be hilarious if they just had these guys just jamming in people's faces. That would be great. Uh, but the tournament is August 1st uh, and 3rd. Again, games are going to be on ESPN. I'm sure we can get lines on this, right? We can bet on this. We'll probably make some probably. first impression picks. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, what's next? We got a, a little troll move. Uh, Charles Barkley. You know, crashes Wayne Gretzky's uh, little Q&A session in Nashville. And uh, just curious, guys. What do you guys think about this? It's kind of interesting. I love Charles Barkley's take on hockey, honestly. Yeah. It looks and sounds like Charles Barkley loves fucking hockey, dude. And it is the weirdest combination of things, but I love it because he is so excited about hockey at the same time. It's fucking great. Charles Barkley and hockey are the best combination since ice cream and peanut butter. Well, you gotta you gotta admit though that there's hardly very many black people that really watch hockey get into it, and there are even less players, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's even better that he goes, Wayne. I just always wondered who's your favorite black athlete of all time. I mean, it's just like Charles being yeah. Chuck, man. It's, yeah. It's pretty fun. And well, the, the thing about this, y'all, y'all are missing the big troll move here. This troll move is not on uh, Barkley crashing Wayne Gretzky's press conference. Gretzky gets the last word here because Charles Barkley's question, like you mentioned, is who's your favorite black athlete of all time? Charles thinks he's going to say Charles Barkley. Gretzky, on the fly, Grant Fuhrer, his old Oilers teammate, <laughs> right in Barkley's face. That's the ultimate troll move right yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And, and you, you said it perfectly. You know, Barkley and hockey don't mix like you would think. But he's the epitome of Nashville fans. He knows nothing of hockey, and he learned about it. He started watching it. He enjoyed it. And he became a fan. I love it. I think that's awesome that Charles Barkley is a fan. Hopefully it'll bring... Um, more people that don't know about hockey into the game. I, I mean, there was there was one more joke that Barkley got in there. Uh, I'm sorry, that Gretzky got in there. As he was introducing Barkley, he said, yeah, this is the biggest hockey fan in North America. Uh, Bar- Barkley laughed off and said, yeah, I'm going on a diet. Everyone knows Barkley's <laughs> fat as fuck. That's hilarious. He's a big boy. Uh, what's next? Oh, next. it's my segment. Next is you, buddy. <laughs> We have a new segment. Okay, click that thing faster. There it is. There, we go. there it is. So, uh, we got a new segment. It's called Who's Got Beef? Oh, yeah. Uh, anyone who gives half a shit about sports is mad at sports all the time. Yeah. So, I figured we'd get a segment where we could all bring our beef to the table. Yep. Uh, so, guys, who's got beef? I got beef. Tell me about it. First off, myself, I can't pour a beer at all tonight. I've, I've spilled on my papers twice now. Hmm. Um, but mainly I have a beef with with not just the the it's all it's all college baseball. Um, so first off, you're rubbing Ryan Lochte right now on my screen. It's weird. Um, it's very radio. Yeah, well don't touch my computer. 
Um, so the first thing I'm pissed off about, I got beef with the NCAA and the Western, uh, the West Coast. Because, like I said earlier, I was up super late Saturday, Sunday, Monday night watching the Longhorn baseball team play. Um, because they didn't start till 10 o'clock at night, Central Time on Monday. So I'm pissed off about that. I also got beef with the uh, with the umpires. Um, Costello, who was Sunday night, and then I don't know the guy who was Monday night, but they just, they were terrible. The, the, the strike zones were inconsistent. There was no, um, they just missed some calls that were very obvious. The strike zones were bad. So I got beef with the, that whole series with Texas and uh, Long Beach State. So that's, that's it. I, I got nothing else, guys. I, I'm just too frustrated with this whole weekend. Chad, you got beef? Man, I have a lot of beef, and let me start with, man, we we were all watching the NBA Finals Game 2, everyone but this clown over here that's a host of the show, um, prior host engagement. of the show, not, not the hosting host. the show. Pro, prior yeah, engagements, sure. prior engagements. And all of a sudden, all the TVs that were on the game go black. So my beast with ABC, what the fuck? happened that you had a blackout in the middle of the NBA Finals. I know the game wasn't as entertaining as you might want it to be, but come on. like People are still watching it. People are still watching it. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how it happened. We were watching it on a phone, just sitting. We had a, we had a jerry-rig, a little thing to hold the phone up. A sugar stand with a knife with in a it. Knife just in so it. we could watch this game. We were with an engineer and he couldn't come up with it. It was all yours truly. So we figured it out and it worked. Aggie engineer? That'd make more sense. Yeah. Kevin's an engineer. He's yeah. a UT. So, UT yeah. grad. Yeah. He's a clown. Never mind. And I have beef with what one more hard. thing. And I'm not in the intro yet for the podcast and it bugs me every time. So... Those are my beefs. He show up. He show up on time. Yeah, the show. Talks about the show recording. Takes dedication, and uh, you know, if you show up on time, maybe maybe because more priority. But uh, for this week, I've got beef too. I've got beef with the ESPN app. All week, I've been getting updates about some tennis tournament that's going on that I don't give a flying fuck about. <laughs> I've never cared about tennis. I've never claimed to care about tennis, and I go into my ESPN app to, turn, to to see what's going on, and for some odd reason, tennis notifications are turned on. I don't know how this happened. I don't know where this comes from, but I've got one theory. Russian hacking. I think Ovechkin Russian again. Russian hacking. He's not. He's not playing in the in the playoffs right now. Hacked in my phone. Turned on tennis alerts. Are you guys getting tennis alerts? It's pissing me off. No tennis alerts, but I think you might just be really upset because you think it's going to be someone from Dallas getting suspended again. So <laughs> playing into it. I'll be honest; it's a relief. Yeah, it, it's a, a small relief. I'm like, okay, ESPN's telling me that someone's about to. Oh no, it's just more fucking tennis. <laughs> so that's where I've got beef. That's um, fair. That's fair. Coach, you got any beef? I'll tell you what, I do got a little bit of beef, just a minor amount, just enough for tacos though. Uh, I got beef. <laughs> With people showing up on time, dude. I mean, <laughs> Chad showing up in the middle of a show, 
Spencer's been late like three weeks in a row, and That's I'm tired point. of being the furthest away from where we do this podcast, and I show up first. It's unbelievable to me that this is happening so often. I I can't stand it. You got, I'm going to eat my tacos, and I'm going to be done. You get off work earlier than me. In all, what do you want? In all fairness, you do work in an office, and you work set hours. I do not work those hours, even though this is my first week. <laughs> I don't work a typical eight to five, so I'll say this: I got That's a new beef. This show is going way over, so let's get into first impressions. We're gonna pick the super regional games. Hey, this week, let's just pick the winners. How's that sound? That's good. That's a good idea because only the winners go to the College World Series. That's what you said. That's what I said last week. That's all you said. It is best of three. It is best of three. So we're picking who is going to advance out of each of these super regionals. Okay. Which again, so do it. I think super gets thrown around a little too liberally these days. Uh, The first one we got Oregon State and Vanderbilt out of the. Coral, how do you say that? Corvallis Corvallis. Super Regional. And it's Vanderbilt with a B, not a V. It's Vandy, go fuck yourself. Spencer, Oregon State, or your V's, what's your first impression? Oregon State's the best team in the country. They've only lost four times all season. I got Oregon State going a long way in this tournament. All right, I'll take them too. Coach, what about you? Uh, I like parody. Uh, I like this Vanderbilt team. I think this will go three all the way. Uh, I will take Vanderbilt. Whoa. Uh, Upset the number one seed. Chad, what do you like? Oregon State. Oregon State. Right back at you. LSU, Cal Fullerton State, in the... Cal, Cal State. Mississippi Fullerton. State is playing... I'm LSU. sorry. Um, Long what? Beach State taking on Cal State at Fullerton in the Long Beach Super Regional... What is your first impression on what I just tried to say? Yeah, I'll take Long Beach State. Um, I'm going to agree with you there. Coach, what about you? First impression on this? I like the way Long Beach has been at home, but I think Cal State Fullerton is a better program. I will go with Cal State Fullerton. Spencer, first impression? I'm with Coach. Um, You know, Cal State came out of the Stanford Regional, beat the number one seed Stanford... Uh, to, to move on and win that thing, um, they almost got themselves a Super Regional. If Long Beach State wouldn't have won, they probably would have been hosting Texas. But I like Cal State Fullerton. I think they pull off the upset as long as they don't do anything that Texas did against Long Beach State. All right, right back at you. The Tallahassee Super Regional. We got Florida State taking on a Texas team, Sam Houston State. Uh, what about you? First impression on this? Well... Man, I, I want to see Cinderella keep on going all the way to the big dance. And I've seen Florida State play some close games against some lesser teams. Um, so I think Sam Houston State's going to ride the wave. I got, him, I got him pulling off this upset and going on to the College World Series. Sam Houston State it is. Coach, what about you? First impression here? Um, I, I'm going to echo the same sentiments. I think Sam Houston State is one of those teams that's just on fire right now um and it's all about momentum florida state looked real sluggish in their own regional i'm gonna go sam houston state yeah i agree they did look sluggish but they get to stay home get to brush off that slug i'm taking florida state in this one chad what about you florida state all right right back at you we got the baton rouge super regional lsu taking on mississippi state what is your first impression on that lsu lsu it is i will take mississippi state in this one Coach, what about yourself? 
Uh, I'm going to go with LSU. Mississippi State struggled, and they ended up catching a break in their regional. I'm going to go with LSU, who is a favorite. Coach? I'm sorry, Spencer? G-E-A-U-X Tigers. I got LSU. All righty, then. Uh, now we got A&M taking on Davison in the College Station Super Regional. Uh, tell me, Spencer, what is your first impression on that? Uh, two teams that nobody expected to be there. Um, both Cinderellas. I know y'all. I know y'all think that, but nobody expected A and M to do what they did to Baylor and Houston. I did. Nobody expected Davidson to be North Carolina. Both teams are rolling hot. I like the way A and M is playing right now. I like their team. I got the Aggies. Coach, uh, I'm gonna ride my Aggie wagon as well. Uh, I told you they were gonna be the biggest threat in that Houston regional. I called that they would win it. They did. Uh, they're going to get the easiest matchup in, in oh, yeah. any of these super regionals. Um, Davidson, as much of a Cinderella story as it is, story's over. Strikes midnight, baby. I gave my brother the A&M nod for last week as he's about to get married. I'll give him it one more time as he celebrates it. A&M <laughs> moves on. Chad, what about you? A&M. And right back at you, we got the Fort Worth Super Regional, my hometown. We got TCU taking on Missouri State. Uh, tell you, me, what you is your skipped, first impression? You skipped one. And I was going to get back to it. Okay, I'm just, I, I didn't know. Uh, I'd love to see TCU win this one and uh, at least have one big 12 team in Omaha. Yeah, I root for the Frogs. And happy birthday to Emily and Ryan Parker. Emily, a TCU grad. Ryan Parker, a good friend. Happy birthday, guys. Hey. Uh, coach. And Ryan's birthday tonight. Yep. Yes. Well, today, but yeah. For those listening to the all show, day. a couple it's of days ago. All day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Morning, uh, TCU, Miss, Missouri State, in Fort Worth. What's your first impression? Uh, TCU all the way. Uh, I really underestimated the Horned Frogs and the way they've kind of played in the Big 12 tournament, the way they played and showed out in their regional. Uh, i got to think that the Horned Frogs are getting to the College World Series. Spencer? I agree. They didn't super impress me in the Big 12 tournament, but they, uh, they handled their business this weekend in the regional. All right, as Spencer alluded to, we have to talk about the Louisville Super Regional. I'll let you start off. we got Louisville and Kentucky playing each other. What is your first impression on uh, It's pronounced Louisville, and I'm going to go with them. Louisville, uh, uh, they just, they've just been a better team all season over Kentucky. ACC is going to take down the SEC. Coach? I'll counter that. Uh, Kentucky showed a lot of fight. Uh, they had to dig in their own regional at home. Um I think this rivalry makes it a little bit better of a series. I think Kentucky, though, has shown better bats as of late, so I will ride the, the offensive wagon. I'll take Kentucky. I will take Kentucky as well, Coach. Or, I'm sorry, expert. What about you? I'll take Louisville. All right, right back at you. Our last one, the Gainesville Super Regional. We got Florida taking on Wake Forest. Chad, what is your first impression? Gators. Coach? I'm going to go with Florida as well. Um, I also like Florida in this one. What about you, Spencer? I'll go the other way. There I didn't think go. Florida played great. Uh, and this is horrible radio for us to all agree on everything. So I'll go Wake Forest just to uh, shake things up a little bit, see if the uh, old Demon Deacons can pull one off here. Awesome. Uh, and that was first impressions. Yeah, and it was good stuff. Uh, it's just something we don't talk about, something we know very little about. Um, other than what we've seen the past couple weeks. so Speak for yourself. Kind of a baseball, yeah, the baseball ex- expert. The expert. Um, let's get into the nightcap. Sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. 
Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. Pretty close. Almost said it. Um, yeah, so we are definitely over, but we do want to talk about um, the the past week in UT recruiting. Longhorns picked up um, what BJ Foster, the number 43 overall out of the top 300 um, linebacker in the country. Uh, number 43 overall period, and that number could rise because he only played like half his junior season. He got hurt, and that's where they had him as an athlete. So big week for uh, for Tom Herman. Uh, just keeping the uh, hashtag Revolution18 going. Um, really looking forward to football season. I think I heard today, as of Tuesday, June the 6th, that we are 88 days away from football, boys. What do you all think about this week for UT and the addition of uh, Tom Herman's first ever five-star recruit? Coach, I'll start with you. Well, this isn't his first ever five-star recruit. That's what they said. No, he had one. At least the first one at UT. The one at UT. Okay. For sure. Maybe I misread the Because they had that defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Zach. I mean, it... (laughs) Go ahead and drink. Um, It is what it is, man. I... It's hard for me to really express any emotion towards a lot of what's happening. It's it's all really good stuff. If, if I was looking at this at a program that I don't root for, I don't follow, I would say this is really good. You're doing. You're having a great off season. You have a great coach that's come in and taken the helm and and really controlled those reins from day one. But this is a team that I love, a team I've grown up with, and it's hard to express anything without seeing what this result is going to sure. give. And for me being the kind of fan that I am, and, and obviously I root for pro teams that aren't from around here, so I have to be very dedicated in my mm. my fanship, I got to trust the system. I got to trust what Herman's doing. I got to trust that the staff knows what it's doing. And I got to trust that when we play Maryland, we're going to come out there and we're going to kick the shit out of those fucking turtles and we're going to lay them all on their back and, and this is going to be what it is that we expect it to be. Yeah. And I think that it can be that. I think Tom Herman can have this great era of Texas football and can bring pride back to the 40 acres. But I got to see it. I got to see it first. Sure. And, I, and I'll, I'll give my points here in a second. Ballad, what do you think about um, the week they've had in recruiting and just, just the whole recruiting process and how Tom Herman's doing so far up to date? It's been amazing. Uh, obviously, he nailed a bunch of good, great recruits. Um, and we are, I guess, about to be DBU again. We have not been for a long time. Um, I'm just, I'm echo what Coach said. I'm excited to see the on the field product. Um, I will be happy when we destroy Maryland, but I want to see what happens against USC. Yeah. In California. Um, but, you know, until then, we can only speculate, and we're going to do that all summer, so we're excited about it. Yeah, we got a long summer of speculating, and I, I agree with both of you guys. It's all coming down to what's going to be on the field, what they show up with on Saturday. But it's a start, but I also agree with what you said. It, it, this is so early on in the process. These kids still haven't signed anything. They, we still got to wait until January before they sign a letter of intent. So these verbal commits mean nothing. We've seen that. It's true. We've seen that change in our favor. We've seen it change in in our dismay. You know, um, I I can't wait for signing day now at this point. But obviously, like I said, eighty eight days away from where we are today, recording this show. I am so excited for Texas football and what is to come. 
because I think Herman is is absolutely doing an incredible job. Chad, what do you think about this whole thing? Yeah, like you said, it's uh, only verbals. Nothing matters until they actually put a product on the field. Um, I really think that Texas has to go seven and five or eight and four to keep this class the way it is. Nine um, wins. Nine wins. Nine. That's what Charlie said it was. Nine wins. Okay, I get what Charlie said, but Charlie was one of the worst coaches we've had in ET history. So um, we'll we'll see what happens. But in order to keep these guys here, they have to they have to win at least seven or eight games. Yeah. They have to have a winning record for sure. Otherwise, these kids ain't showing up. Um, I think Herman's the right guy for the job. I think head coach for the baseball team, David Pierce, is the right guy for the job. He just needs time. He needs certain players who can actually hit a baseball. Um, that's another rant for another day because we are 10 minutes over our amateur hour. Shaka's ready too. Shaka's got his class. Shaka's got his class. Uh, we got a lot to look forward to. With, They're uh, signed. Good God, that's gone too far. <laughs> yeah, we have gone too far. Sorry about basketball. Um, I mean, guys, it, it, this is a great show. It's filled with so much um, ballot. I do apologize. That's a. I apologize for all three of us. It's all right. But uh, I did have two doodles. This is some good doodles. He did draw a baseball field over here. Um, so thank you, Ballad, for putting up with our bullshit. Um, thanks, Coach, for doing what you do. I show up on time. On time. <laughs> on time. Hey, and, and gotta gotta say a big thanks to Chad for for driving all the way from San Antonio just to be here. We appreciate it, man. Of course, hey. man. I had to come back this way anyways to go home, so... Fuck you, because you live here now, so... Okay. <laughs> hey. He dealt with it. He's here. Um, and, and thanks to all of our listeners for listening. Check it out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Share it out with your friends, family, anybody. Um, we're the Sports Buzz. Until next week, enjoy your weekend, and we are out! Peace! This party is officially over. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>